Bible. Coffee talk with the Hoffmans. Welcome to Bible Coffee Talk with the Hoffmans. On this show, we talk about God, the Bible, issues of the world, trials and tribulations. You know, no big whoop, just Bible Coffee Talk. Hi, everyone. This is Allie. And Justin. And welcome to today's show on Bible Coffee Talk. We have a really good uh, episode for you today. But before we continue, the drill is I have to turn this entire podcast over to the Lord. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we just come before you. We give you praise, honor for all the ways that you take care of us, provide for us, and uh, protect us. Lord, we ask that your Holy Spirit come and dwell with us and that uh, you're pleased with everything that comes out of our mouths so that we're able to plant seeds for your kingdom. We ask you these things and we thank you for these things in your beautiful, precious, and mighty name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay, so, honey, what are we drinking today? Uh, we're drinking coffee with uh, Irish cream coffee, isn't it? Well, it's it's just a regular Mountain Blend coffee with Bailey's Irish cream, That's but it's it. the non-alcoholic kind. It's yeah. the kind you get at the supermarket. And you're drinking the Bailey's caramel. Oh, yeah, I'm doing the caramel one the that caram- uh, we talked like about one. on the last podcast. We talked about the caramel stuff. She's <laughs> more for the Irish cream. I don't like Irish cream. I like caramel. So that's what we're drinking, and today we are continuing our uh, series on controversial topics. Ooh, and yes. yeah, and today we, we we're doing we're taking a different format where we normally just confront one t- particular topic. We're doing three topics. Three, today. three different topics. Uh, uh, <laughs> three topics today. Three. Topics. So the the first one is on. Um, what, what happened last Thursday in Egypt, uh, there was a, the reopening of a 3,000-year-old avenue of sphinxes uh, that were held on this 1.7-mile road used as a parade route for gods. Yeah. A restored road connecting two ancient Egyptian temple complexes in the uh, cities of Karnak and Luxor was unveiled in a lavish ceremony on Thursday. And we watched the ceremony. We did. And we, uh, we can get a I reinterpretation. I was shocked. Yeah. I was just dumbfounded. It is basically a satanic ceremony. Yep. Like, if you listen to the lyrics, like, they actually <clears throat> reinterpret the lyrics because the lyrics are in Egyptian. And when you get the reinterpretation in English, it is... They were is... actually singing, like, in a very uh, melancholy, new age song. Yeah, yeah, very melancholy, very new age-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was, like, you know, along the lines of maybe Enya or Yanni or yeah. something like that. Very new age. And when you can get the interpretation of the lyrics, and it is mind-blowing. It is so satanic, so pagan. Blasphemous. And, yeah, blasphemous. And these statues, like, they were of Theban deities, and they're from the New Kingdom era, so 1570 to 1069 mm-hmm. BCE. And so they, and they're in celebration of fertility and the flooding of the Nile. Very new age and, you know, very, very satanic, very evil. And they, they are, you know, linking the ancient centers of the two cities, uh, that have been lined for hundreds of, uh, ram and human head sphinxes. Yeah. So like it's, it's basically releasing these satanic deities, uh, through this and unveiling of these sphinxes. Right. 
Right. And and wasn't there a whole bunch of like uh, world leaders there watching yeah. this? They were in attendance and they were watching it and they were actually given permission to walk down amongst where these um, performers were performing on the stage. And they were also walking through the the statues. And it is disgusting. If you believe in Jesus yeah. Christ, you can't help but feel disgust as you watch this because it is like an open slap in the face to Jesus. Yeah. It's just incredible. Well, the ancient walkway, it's, it's like two miles long. Yeah. And it was once named the Path of God, believe it or not. Yeah. And so, like, very satanic. The God they're speaking of is obviously Satan, the right. God of this world. And, like, the road was buried under sand for centuries. And so these archaeologists discovered the first eight Sphinx statues in 1949, which is ironically right when uh, Jerusalem right. became a, a, nation. a nation. Yeah, yeah, when Israel became That's a nation. That's actually crazy. Isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so it all lines up with uh you know with the bible where it lines up with prophecy in the bible and it's like another prophecy unfolding in front of our eyes yet another one yet, yet another, another one yet another one yeah <laughs> and i mean that brings us to our, our second topic that we're discussing too which is the euphrates river drying up and, and oh, that's yeah. that's been happening consistently lately and this goes back to a scripture in the bible revelation 9 14 which says saying to the sixth angel which had the trumpet loose the four angels which are bound in the great river euphrates and so like these are the words of john he hears them coming from the four horns of the golden altar revelation 9 13 and the temple object described in exodus 27 2 this voice commands the sixth angel with the trumpet to free the four angels who are held captive at the euphrates river now the thing is uh revelation reminds us that god is ultimately in control of these events allowing or announcing each one at no point in the end times is evil allowed to run entirely out of control right right and we know that these are demonic beings, these four angels, because they are described as bound, and demons are fallen angels, many of whom are bound in chains of gloomy darkness, as it says in Second Peter 2, 4. Right. So God's good angels are not bound, but are free. So we know that they are Satan's angels, the demons, uh, that they're not heavenly angels. Right, and they're being held back. Right, exactly. Well, the, the thing that gets me is that when we were talking about this, honey, you were mentioning about... Uh, the the river Euphrates drying up yeah. and you actually showed me pictures um it is incredible like I don't know where uh, our listeners are from you know if you're in Canada or the states England wherever um a lot of these things that are happening you know in Egypt in you know um Libya in Turkey in you know all these eastern uh countries they don't really affect us. And a lot of times, I know I am speaking for myself, I don't like reading the news. I don't like watching the news. I don't like, I will read every now and then something that comes across, you know, my Google news feed or whatever. But typically, I'd, I'd rather not know because everything is just so dark and satanic. You know, I don't want to know what mega superstars are sleeping with who. I don't want to know about what murders have, you know, Mass murders have happened, you know, on the other side of the world. I don't want to know. Mm -hmm. I don't want to know. I would rather bury my face in my Bible. I would rather pray. I would yeah. rather worship. I'd rather <laughs> spend time with my family because my time here is short. I know I'm not going to be here for very much longer, that Jesus is coming. And I know that so long as I am faithful and I'm walking in obedience with the Holy Spirit, that when Jesus comes to rapture, 
his bride, his church, I'm not here. So none of that's going to matter to me. None of it's going to matter if, at that point. Yeah. If at some point, you know, there's an arsonist down my block that is going around burning people's houses or killing people, I'm okay. If I die in my sleep, if I die in a fire, if I die, if I die, period, I know where I'm going. So yeah. I'm I'm not too concerned. And I know that, you know, is when I say my prayers and I ask the Holy Spirit to send angels, uh, you know, to encamp around my house, I know I'm protected. Yeah. Well, this I, is the thing. When you give your heart to Jesus, there's no fear in death. Right. You know, I mean, there's Paul no fear said, of the perfect love of God. Paul says, you know, like we, we die to our sin when we become a new creation in Christ, when we're born again. So there's no, you know, no fear in death. But these things just push home our beliefs. Like they mm -hmm. push us closer to God and make us realize that everything in the Bible is absolutely truth. And it's all unfolding in front right. of our eyes. And the thing about the Euphrates is, uh, you know, it's the, the region of the Euphrates where those four angels are bound has a notorious relationship to sin. The first murder was committed not far from the Garden of Eden in the Euphrates region. So right in that area there. Yeah. And, you know, like these four demons are bound there in that area and the, the river's drying up. So we're getting closer and closer to this big event happening. And this event is what we talked about on our last podcast, the rapture, which right. is, and it's imminent. We know it's, it's approaching, you know. Well, that, that's actually where I was going with this. Being where I'm from, like we're from Canada. Yeah. Um, so... What's going on in, you know, these these Middle Eastern countries really doesn't affect us personally. Yeah. Like, I don't, we don't see what's going on in the Gaza Strip. We don't, none of that is happening in our area. So it yeah. really doesn't affect us. But it doesn't mean that it's not happening. And because all these things are going on in the world, these are the birth pains getting us closer and closer to the rapture, closer and closer to the tribulation. Mm -hmm. It's happening. Whether you believe in Jesus Christ or not, whether you're an atheist, you're a Buddhist, you're a, a Tibetan monk, I don't care what religion you are, you can even not have any religion doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. Yeah. It will most definitely happen. And you do not want to be on the other side looking over the fence going, but wait, Jesus, I, I you realize, see that now. Too late, the raptures happen. Mm -hmm. Now you have to go through the tribulation. And that is the most horrific thing that the world will ever ever face yeah it absolutely is and like i mean this is just prophecy being fulfilled so it absolutely affects us it affects everyone in the world because you know as this prophetic you know thing all these prophetic things mm -hmm. unfold in our world it's closer to the rapture it's closer to the tribulation which is going to affect every single human being on this planet everyone is going to go through the worst that this planet has ever seen if they don't give their hearts to jesus if they're right. not the elect they are going to left, be left behind and they're going to go through the worst torture ever. And like one, one other thing I just wanted to say about this Euphrates River is this is where Nimrod began his kingdom near the Euphrates River. And we'll get into Nimrod on our next podcast. Ooh, We're yes. doing a podcast about Christmas and you're going to want to listen to that because it's going to really, really enlighten a lot of people. It's going to open world. up your mind. It's going to rock your world for sure. And so like a lot of these things happen around that specific area. So while it doesn't really affect us, uh, you know, firsthand, it does affect us ultimately in the long run, spiritually. Yeah, 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 absolutely. The other thing I just wanted to say is that, you know, when um, in the the times of Noah, yeah. the Bible actually talks about how people's sin was so 
bad. Like the the worst thoughts that mankind had were just unreal. And God was actually very remorseful that he had made man and mm-hmm. he decided to wipe mankind out. That's why he he told Noah build the ark. I'm going to flood the world and that's it. Get your family, get inside the ark and everybody at that time around Noah, you know, his neighbors, people in the town, they laughed at him. They mocked him and it's like we haven't had rain here for years. You know, we're in a drought. What are you building an ark for? There's not going to be a flood. You're crazy. You're mm-hmm. a drunkard, you're stupid, blah 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 blah. And what happened? It started to rain. I'm so glad you mentioned that, baby, because that totally goes into our third topic that we're going to be talking about. And the thing is, like, in the times of Noah, they were, uh, the angels of man, it says, were breeding with the the sons of God. And they were creating this race called the Nephilim, which was a race of people whose DNA had been corrupted or changed. Giants. And giants, yeah. And Jesus said that it will be like in the times of Noah before my coming, before my rapture, before I rapture the church, before my second coming, it'll be like that of the times of Noah, right. which is what is happening right now. And our third topic that we're covering today is the fact that there is a third uh, COVID-19 vaccine that is being administered to the world right now. Third. A third one, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the uh, first didn't work. Yeah. Wait, I'll make a second. Hold on. That didn't work. Let's make a third. Let's make a third, yeah. <laughs> Maybe this time it'll work. Yeah. And you're right. You know, like it back in the day with the Nephilim, that's ironically what Goliath was. They right. speculated that he was one of the, these Nephilim, these giants, because he, he was so tall, he towered over every man in the army. Yeah. The Philistine army, as well as the... Um, Israeli army, like they were just, um, he was just massive in size, but because their DNA was altered because of these fallen angels mating with women, these sons of, sons um, of man, sons of man yeah, yeah. um, they had created this new race. Mm-hmm. The, the DNA had been altered. It wasn't, we are all encoded in our DNA. We have the stamp of God. In our DNA, you get this vaccination and we've, we've, <laughs> I've made mention this before. The, the ingredients that go into these vaccination needles is absolutely shocking. Yeah. It's, it's criminal. It really is. Because as a mother, if I were to take a needle and inject mercury into my child, I would be uh, arrested for attempted murder. If I tried to feed my child any type of like bat brains or anything like that, that is child abuse. So how, how can the government get away with making this injection for all the world to take mm-hmm. that has this this incredible mixing melting pot of filth yeah. and it it changes the DNA. So when you say, you know, it'll be like the days of Noah, mm-hmm. that's what the Bible is referring to. It's right. going back to the DNA is going to be changed. Now, when you get this vaccination, it literally recodes your DNA. You no longer have the stamp of God in you. Um, it's erased and replaced with this new vaccination vaccination, vaccination. Yeah. code in your mm-hmm. DNA. And you don't want to play with that. Right. Like <laughs> that's, that's, that's again, a slap in the face to God to say, I don't need your code. I don't need your mark. You are not 
no longer, so you are no longer my creator, I'm now getting this vaccination. Now, a lot of people say it's the mark of the beast. I don't agree with that. I don't agree agree with with that. that Because it's in in the right hand or in the forehead. Right. And like, you know, that's, that's not a mark. Like, I mean, it's, it's, you know, a vaccination that goes into your bloodstream. Right. It's not the mark of the beast, but it's a precursor. It's it's a precursor. And I'll tell you this, like it's never been tested long-term. So no one knows the long-term effects of it. We know the short-term effects. We know people are getting horrible migraines from it. We know people have died from getting the actual, actual vaccination. So we know the short-term effects. We don't know the long-term effects. It hasn't been researched or tested for months at a time, like six months to a year. They should have tested it minimum before administering it to the public. This was pre predetermined, and yeah. and I've shown videos to you where uh, you go back, and, and I'm sure they're all taken down now because that's just the way that you know the corruptness. Cancel culture that, is. Well, yeah, yeah, it's they've taken it down, <laughs> but this is something that has gone long before you know COVID nineteen became a thing. It was pre discussed it was pre-planned way back then people getting sick and you hear people say well you know i know family members who have died from it you know family members who have died from a cold from complications and and they have even fudged the numbers saying you know this person died from covid uh no they had pulmonary you know Mm -hmm. um uh, lung infection or they had a a heart condition that was exasperated by the common cold not from COVID-19. Yeah, More people have died from the bubonic plague and yes, from AIDS yes, and from absolutely. cancer yeah. than from this COVID-19. This COVID-19. Like, there's two ways that you can tell that COVID-19 is crap. Okay? And the first way is to look around and notice that there are no ambulances taking people to the hospital. If this was a virus that was killing people all over the planet, you would see people going to the hospital and the hospitals being flooded with people that were dying. You can watch any kind of movie that, about a virus. Watch Outbreak. We watched it a few yep. months ago. And it, it well, you'll see that, you know, that's what a virus looks like. The world does not look like that today. So there's your first They're clue. They're bleeding out of their eyes, yeah. their ears, their nose, their Exactly. Mouth. <laughs> there's your first clue that it is not a real thing. The second clue is that you hear of people that had COVID for two weeks and they were over it. Okay, two weeks or a month. And, the and flu. Come on. That's the <laughs> flu. That's not COVID-19. That's not a virus that's killing people around the world. This is totally a tool used of the devil to test people's minds. He's, he's the father of all lies. He's the father of deception. And he's testing people's minds to see how far he can take their beliefs. If he can persuade them to believe that there is this fake virus going around the world, how easy will it be for him to get them to submit to the son of perdition or the antichrist that's right and there lies the the mark of the beast and you have and the other thing i just want to touch on my darling is that you have so many people christians believers and i don't like using that term christians i don't i actually despise it believers of jesus christ Mm -hmm. that will argue with each other and it's disgusting it's like you know what now is not the time to be arguing amongst them ourselves. It is time to rise up, to put the full armor of God on, to yeah. plant seeds for the kingdom, to to witness, to spread the message. Message because as soon as we spread the message to those who don't know, the sooner Jesus is going to be coming back. And isn't that as mm-hmm believers of jesus christ isn't that what we all want is jesus christ to come to get us to bring us home i am 
homesick. I want to go home so badly. I am not from here. This is not my home. I was born here. My home is heaven. Yeah, I want. I want him. I want him to come back. But on the same hand, like I want more. Uh, you know, to take as many people with us to heaven yes. as possible. Yes. That's why we're doing this podcast in the first place is to bring as many people with us to heaven and not leave anyone behind or anyone that has to suffer hell. We don't want anyone to do that, and neither does God. God loves everyone. That's why He sacrificed His Son Jesus on that cross. And like all He's saying is, He just needs your faith. Like Jesus said, all you need is a mustard seed size of faith. You know, and that's all He wants from you is that mustard seed, just to say, you know, Father, you know, come into my life, Jesus, come into my life, make me a new creation, help me to be conformed to Your image, Lord Jesus. That's it. You know, it's not a sinner's prayer. It's just saying that. It's and, a personal you know, relationship with Jesus Christ. That's right. It it's is a personal not relationship. religion. And I don't know how many times, and this is where I say, and I've been saying ever since the beginning of the start of this podcast, not this one that you're listening to, but just mm-hmm. since it was created, yeah. my podcast that now I share with you, honey, yeah. um, is watch who you listen to. Mm-hmm. Be careful what you hear, because there are some believers of the Lord that preach nothing but fire and brimstone. And yes, that's important. I'm not in any way, shape, or form um, taking away from that. You need to repent. You need to repent and turn away. And it's not just a matter of saying, oh, sorry. It's change. It's a change of attitude, a change of mindset. No. It's a change of beliefs. It's Doing a 360 from what you were to what you want to be in Jesus Christ. Yeah, because that the thing is, is the goal. You say, you say that sinner's prayer one time in your life. You call yourself a Christian your entire life, but you don't have a relationship yeah. with God through Jesus Christ. You're going to get before God one day. He's going to say, depart from me, you evil doer. I, I never knew I you. never knew you. And you're going to go to hell. That's just it. So, I mean, if but you don't, if you don't have you know that relationship... You're not getting to heaven. That's the only thing that gets us to heaven is having that relationship with Jesus Christ. But there are some people that they don't preach the love of Jesus. All they preach is, you know, uh, God ain't playing. You're going to burn in hell and you're going to be thrown in the lake of fire and you're going to be. And it's like, whoa, at what point? Instead of scaring someone to, to the point where they God. run, yeah, yeah. why not say, you know what? You need to repent. Right. Absolutely, you need to repent. But Jesus loves you. He God died for you. He, he wants, wants you. The entire world. With him. anything to save everyone. Yeah. yeah and, and so instead of preaching the, you know, burn, you're going to burn. I can't stand that. That is like nails on a chalkboard to yeah. me. I would much rather ha- hear about somebody saying, Jesus died on the cross for you because he never wants to be separated from you. Right. He wants you with him. He it, And just one step further in, in this whole thing is that um, God wants you to have free choice. He's not going to force you to do anything. Yeah. And when he died on the cross, he did that without any guilt to you so that you can be with him. If, if it were all forced then we'd all be robots and that's yeah. not what he wants. That's this whole, wants, yeah. you know, Euphrates River and the the, you know, um the Sphinx, the Sphinx walkway, is, yeah. you know, yeah. the parade yeah. that happened and the and COVID-19, you know, this whole thing are just, you know, stepping stones getting us closer and closer to the rapture, closer the to, the to the tribulation. And the rapture, yeah. if you <laughs> 
I, I don't know how anybody can see these things unfolding, seeing the wars and the famine and the floodings and the, the, the destruction of the world and things, you know, the evil that's going on around them and not just be absolutely mind blown that, you know what, we are absolutely living in the last days. Oh, yeah. I got to get right no with question. God. Yeah. I got to get right. Instead, <laughs> these people, they're they're buying things that they don't need you know mm -hmm. they're they're swearing they're doing drugs they're drinking they're sleeping with multiple people they're they're watching porn they're they're you know engaged in you know same sex um relationships they are you name it the sin is just so perverse and it's it's getting worse than it was in Noah's day wake mm -hmm. up people please wake up I don't want my worst enemy to suffer what is coming and it is coming hard and fast. It's like a locomotive down the train tracks and there is no brakes. It's not yeah. stopping. It's coming down and it's coming down hard and fast. And you want to make sure you want to make sure that you're, you are raptured with the Lord. Yeah, absolutely. Like now's the time to give your life over to the Lord and, you know, welcome Jesus into your hearts and, you know, ask, ask to be conformed to the image of Christ, you yes. know, not just saying this sinner's prayer one time and thinking, well, I'm free now I can go and sin. You know, nowhere in the Bible does it say, well, now you're free to sin, you know, go and sin and and, you know, because sin is ultimately what destroys people. And that's, that's why God put Jesus on the cross, because he knew that. Satan knows that, too. Yeah. You know, that's that's why he brought sin into the world. And that's why he keeps bringing people into sin, whether it be through pornography, through drug addiction. Yes. whatever Whatever it is, is destroying man. And he knows it. And he doesn't want you to find Jesus. You know, he wants to pull you away from God because he knows that that's how he's got you. That's, that's how you're going to hell. And the only thing he cares about is breaking God. God's heart. God loves you so much that he doesn't want you to go to hell. And Satan knows that. And so he's pulling people down to hell, not for him, but so that it hurts God. That's his ultimate goal That's is to hurt God. Yeah. And then, and then you have these people that, um, you know, go and sin no more. Yeah. And, you know, uh, we are not supposed to be sinning and we're, you know, when you do sin, you are going to be in, in the lake of fire. And it's like to, to say that we're never going to sin is calling God a liar. That's right. And and yeah. we are going to sin. Yeah. You know, we might have every pure intention to not sin, but we will. Our thoughts cause us to sin. Our emotions cause us to sin. We are a sinful nation. Mm -hmm. That's the whole reason. That is the whole reason Jesus died on the cross. Yeah. The only thing that's ever delivered me from my sin is the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I could not have done anything any of it on my own you know i couldn't have lost a pound on my own i you know i got into exercise because the holy spirit you know motivated me every day yep. to exercise to eat healthier you know so it's the holy spirit doing it completely and that's the only way that we're sanctified is by the holy spirit I mean, we, we are all fallen sinners even we, habits breaking even habits breaking everything is by the the power of the holy spirit that's the only thing that's going to break those habits and that's the thing if you're in into drugs right now and you can't get out of it or you're stuck into a porn addiction and you can't get a, you know free from that porn addiction or drug addiction Drinking, just you know give sex. your heart to jesus that's the first step because the holy spirit will get in there and he'll get into your heart and he will give you the power to overcome those horrible addictions that are destroying you it is 
all by the Holy Spirit. When Jesus died on the cross, let me just share this with you. When Jesus died on the cross, the disciples were terrified that they were going to be captured and crucified and killed next. They scattered. They ran for their lives in absolute fear. It was Peter, I believe, that... The Holy Spirit filled the disciples' hearts. It just, Peter walked out into the square and he started witnessing and preaching. It was only by the power and the glory and the endurance of the Holy Spirit that filled him with enough strength to go out there and do that. Now, you hear all these people in the world. That's why when we pray, we should be remembering those saints and those those brothers and sisters in the Lord Jesus Christ who are being persecuted for his namesake, who are, you know, removed from their family, who are being imprisoned, who are being raped, who are being killed and tortured for Jesus' sake. We need to ask the Holy Spirit to fill them with um, with bravery, with with the Holy Spirit's strength to help them to endure, to, you know, just give them a sense of peace and tranquility in, in amongst what they're going through. It is only by the Holy Spirit that any habit, any chain that's holding you back from knowing Jesus personally, from having a personal relationship with him, the Holy Spirit's the only one that's going to help you do that. And Jesus is known as the chain breaker. He's the one that's going to break those chains. I don't care if you have a drug addiction. I don't care if you're hooked on uh, morphine, you're hooked on crack, cocaine, weed. Um, I don't care if you're a smoker and you've been smoking for 20, 30 years. I don't care if you're an alcoholic and you've been drinking. I don't care if you have a sex addiction and you watch porn all the time. I don't care if you have, you know, um, the, the whatever kind of perversion habit you have. It can be broken in the name of Jesus Christ by his blood alone with the help of the Holy Spirit. That's the only way. That is the only way. You are never going to do it by yourself. And that's why you see so many people, you know, I was a smoker. Why I tried to quit and I couldn't. And I tried to quit and I couldn't. I never did it with the help of the Holy Spirit. But when I did, I quit. And me too. Me too. I'm now a year free, smoke free. One Hallelujah. year. Hallelujah. One year. I'm I'm three years smoke free, and I am three months vape free. Yes. I quit vaping recently, and I did it with the power of the Holy Spirit. And I couldn't have done it on my own. One month. Yeah. Weed free. One month, like uh, a little more than that, probably almost into two months Maybe, weed yeah. free. I think, and like I mean, all those addictions that I broke, that you know, the addiction to cigarettes that you broke, we did it with the power of the Holy Spirit. Couldn't have done we it. Couldn't have done it by our there's no way at mm-hmm. all i i don't know how many times i had tried i had tried and i couldn't <laughs> and i you know what i i was lying to so many people that you know i'm not a smoker but i was i was yeah. secretly smoking um and you know what when i stopped i just i had it and i the only way i was able to do it was by surrendering it all and saying take it take it i can't do it myself it's it's I know you want me to stop. I want to stop, but I can't do it on my own. I need your help. When I said that, honest to goodness, the very next day, Mm -hmm. well, that night, because it was like, I think at two in the morning, I said that. Mm -hmm. The very next day I woke up and I kept busy. And it was the Holy Spirit that kept my mind and my hands and my body, my person, busy. I went through the house. I did a spring cleaning in December. I went through and started cleaning and and disinfecting, washing, throwing things out that I didn't need, purging, so to speak. And it was only by the Holy Spirit helping me do that, that as each day went by, it just became easier and easier. And when I did it, let me just say, I my daughter was a smoker. 
and she was smoking in the same room as I'm trying to clean. Mm-hmm. And typically that would have been like a, you know, my downfall. It would have been like, oh, I need to have a smoke. But because I had the strength of the Holy Spirit, the strength of the Holy Spirit, because I had that, I was able to quit. You yeah, can yeah. quit too with the strength of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and sometimes it is like that. Like, you know, God showed you a way to, you know, pass your time when you were quitting smoking. And God will open up other avenues to help you quit those addictions. I mean, he did with me like three years ago when I quit smoking. I went on Champex, you know, and I quit with the pill and the pill helped me. So he sometimes he'll open up those other avenues, but he'll also give you the strength to overcome it. Because when I quit vaping lately, I thought, well, how am I going to do this? Like my emotions are going to be through the roof but you were with me my emotions were fine they were you know fine. i i was given a peace in my in my heart and like i mean prayer has uh, so much power like we, we don't give enough power we don't give enough glory to the holy spirit and to prayer like prayer is so powerful yeah and i think we might actually do a podcast just on prayer alone mm-hmm. and talk about how prayer has been so incredible in our lives yeah you know it's just absolutely amazing and i mean that's that's what helped us through our addictions too like i mean it's it's developing that relationship with jesus christ but it's prayer to praying consistently like paul said in the new testament to always pray ceaselessly never cease praying pray all the time you know it it does one of two things prayer yeah. well it does a lot of things it does a but lot the, of things. The, yeah. the two main things is one it mm-hmm. keeps you in communication with god yeah. yeah and two it it helps that relationship because as much as you're praying to him if you dial the world down and the noise around you down whilst you're praying, then you hear the Holy Spirit. And a lot of times for people who don't believe and they're not uh, believers of Jesus Christ and they don't have that personal relationship, you won't get what I mean when I say the Holy Spirit speaks to you. I'm not talking about crazy schizophrenic talk, you know, what, what? <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit talking to your heart it's speaking like speaking to your it's spirit. Like when that happens it's like you know the holy spirit is speaking directly to your spirit yes like it's hard to explain it and i know to a lot of people that probably sounds crazy but until you've experienced it you don't understand it and it's like you hear this small you know inner voice this quiet inner voice in your spirit it's not in your head it's not like out loud it's this quiet still voice until inside you it's a quiet voice until yeah. you do it often enough that you recognize that voice yeah. my sheep will know my voice when you speak to jesus and you you pray and you're in constant prayer and you're going to him with your problems going to him with gratefulness and and saying thank you for what you have mm-hmm. going to the 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 lord and asking him to be with people asking for forgiveness asking the lord to be with those who you're angry with to help change your heart when you go to prayer enough times that small little voice becomes louder and louder it until yeah. it's unright <laughs> you cannot not hear it and yeah. and it's like okay yep yep I heard it the other day when I was coming home. I told you there yeah. was a woman waving on the side of the street. I'm like, she doesn't know me. And I drove right past her and it was like, no, stop, go back. Mm-hmm. I knew that that was the Holy Spirit. I knew it. I yeah. knew yeah. it. And there's no mistaking the voice of the Holy Spirit. And unless you know what we're talking about because you've gone to prayer and because you've heard the Holy Spirit, what we're saying is not going to make sense no, to you. No, it won't. Yeah. And, and that's okay. That's all right. I pray that yeah. you do come to know that that little voice and mm-hmm. that it becomes a big, loud voice in your head and that you do have that relationship with Jesus. Yeah. What we're trying to say in, in this podcast is 
with the the Euphrates River drying up, with the the unveiling of the sphinxes. That's right. With yeah. COVID nineteen, COVID nineteen, the third shot, the third vaccination. These are all these these childbirth pains. It's yeah. one after the other because. COVID-19 is just there. We've all heard it. It's it's prevalent in our society. You know, stores are getting shut down. You need vaccination card to get into certain places. And people are boasting about it, saying, I got my vaccination. And, you know, I you know I, I can meet you to do this. You know, I'm doubly vaxxed. And, the, and, it's and like, this is the third what? thing how you can see through the COVID-19 being not a real thing, is the fact that this is the third vaccination they're pushing on society. Yet we're still wearing our masks out in public. Face Why? Diapers, that's what you Why? I call them face diapers because they're pathetic. I mean, why do we have to wear these things if the whole world is getting vaccinated? If they've been vaccinated, like for SARS, for example, or, you know, any of the measles, or you mentioned the bubonic plague. Like, I mean, (laughs) back then, if they would have got the vaccination, would people still be walking around with these masks on? Yeah. No, absolutely not. So that shows you that it is a mind control device of the devil. That's all it is. That's right. And it's just setting us up for what is to come, what the Bible says is to come. That's right. Prophecy unfolding over and over and over again, which just shows us that everything that God's word said is is true. Everything that God's word says is happening today in our world right now. Anybody who has children knows that when you send your children to school, you, they have to be vaccinated. And you are given, I know in Canada, as as my children would go to school, they had to get vaccinated. They were given little yellow cards that said, you know, the, the public health nurse had to check off, you know, mumps, measles, and yeah, rubella. Yeah, my yep, kids they had got them that. too. They, got, yeah. they had to sign it off. I still have these little yellow vaccination cards that they had it wasn't anything printed off you did not need to show identification it was just these little cards that said their names with little check marks that you know at you know six months they got it at five years they got it every so many Mm -hmm. years they had to get it and when they would get it you know my children would come home and say you know my arm is numb and i'd give them tylenol and you know they'd have a fever and by the next day they'd be fine these vaccinations are are just horrific. And and I will even go, you know, one step further and say those vaccinations that I gave my children back in the day, I fully believe that they were bad back then too because, oh, yeah. you know, you if you google it, you will go down the rabbit hole if you start looking. Uh my children were very very sick. I mean, there's problems oh, yeah. that they're yeah. facing now based off of the vaccinations Absolutely. they got. Like every time I've ever gotten as children. every time I've ever gotten the flu shot, I got sick immediately after. Because you they know. give you a little bit of the flu. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But there's so yeah. many different strains of the there's flu. Different strains. Yeah, that exactly. One needle isn't going to cover a thousand different no, strains. No, it's not. That's just the thing. And like, I mean, like, I, I just, I, I look at the world today and I go, how do people not see that God's word is true? Like, we just see it unfolding everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's incredible how people don't see through the lies. But, you know, like we were saying earlier, the devil is the father of all lies. Yeah. So, you know, he's, he's lying to the world. He's getting away with it and people don't see through his lies. And, you know, I just, I just pray, we both pray that, you know, people's eyes are open through our podcast and people start to see the truth like we did, you know? Yeah. You know what? Time is short. Our time here is short. Stop fighting with other Christians, with other believers of Jesus Christ. Stop doing it. It's not serving you well. It's not showing your, your, uh, your fruit mm-hmm. that's supposed to be for the Lord. Yeah. And it's not, uh, it's not Christ-like. Stop doing it. Stop. Stop. Please stop 
uh, with anything that you're doing in regards to um, uh, addictions or anything like that, turn it over to the Lord. Ask him to help you. Ask him to give you the strength that you need. Ask that you are washed clean in the blood of Jesus Christ and that you are made clean, whiter than snow and ask that the Holy Spirit indwell in you and help you as you walk daily. And I promise you, I, I life is not going to be picture perfect it's not a norman rockwell picture no, now that you're a christian is, yeah. or not you're a believer of jesus christ jesus you promised are going us that. to struggle yeah. there's going to be trials <laughs> i'm saying that even though you go through it you're going to go through it with jesus christ and yeah. i would rather go through the crap that i've gone through in life with jesus than go through it and not have him yeah amen amen, amen. <laughs> All right, guys. So that's our podcast. If you uh, if you did happen to say that prayer that Justin mentioned earlier about you know conforming to uh, be more Christ like, uh, and you want to know Him more and you want to follow Him and you don't really know where you're um, where you've gone, please, please, please reach out to us. Uh, Bible Coffee Talk, B I B L E C A W F E E T A L K. And uh, reach out to us. Let at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Sorry, did I forget that? <laughs> uh, and reach out to us and let us know uh, what you think. Uh, if you have an idea for a future podcast, please share yeah, it with us. Yeah, share it with us. Um, yeah. yeah, so what's your favorite Bible verse? Do you? Uh, well, mine is uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, which says, For I know the thoughts I have towards you, thoughts not to harm you, but to prosper you and giving you hope and an expected end. And yours is Joshua 1 9. Why don't you read that, baby? Joshua 1 9. <laughs> Have I not commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee wheresoever thou goest. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. That's what we're talking That's about. That's what I'm talking Hallelujah. about right there. That whatever I go through, <laughs> wherever I go, Jesus Christ is there with me. I can't do any of this alone. I have tried, I've gone through many, many years. I've struggled, I've been in pain, I've suffered, I've I've been addicted to things, I have been yeah, abused, I have yeah. been chewed up and spat out, I've been thrown under the bus, and I would rather go through it all again with Jesus Christ because I can't survive this world in this this world without him. Amen. None of us can. Amen. Yeah. All right, guys. So uh, thanks for tuning in and catch us uh, in the next day or so for our next podcast. It's going to be a doozy. All right, guys. Take care. Bye for now. Bye for now. Bible Coffee Talk with the Hoffmans. What? You're still here? Podcast's over. Go home. Go.